You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, hey. And just like that. And just like we're that. We're back. We're back. In Salt Lake City. Land of a thousand mountains. Land of a thousand God's mountains. God's country. The, country. the promised land. But no, Utah is truly one of the prettiest states. It's gorgeous there. We love Utah. We love to see it. We love to see it. We love to experience it. Someday I would love to do a SUP live show at in Utah, Salt Lake City. Oh my God. Uh, please. Do we have? In like 2022. Please. 2022. It's popping the fuck off. Yeah, I'm kind of just like... It just keeps Ready, getting pushed back. I but like. I, I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna happen. I would love to go to Salt Lake SLC and do a, a a sub show and see what that what that experience is like. I'm in. I'm like re- once we've put all this behind us, like I'm fleeing, and we'll be embarking on like a world tour of some sort. In Boston. even if it's just like me setting up a mic on the corner of. <laughs> like a street like i'm just like ready to i'm ready to take the stage on the corner of market and chestnut just doing just laura just doing like a full stand-up show on the corner of a busy street corner with a little no, box i actually like don't think i could do that i think you much could. respect for the people that can engage in that way but i like a i like a stage i like the audience there was like a the web series the spotlight yeah sound cues there was a, a web series where it was comedians just doing stand-up like they would walk into like a restaurant and just start doing stand-up like caper lant did one and it was <laughs> fucking incredible like they just like that by the way her podcast with jacqueline novak is so funny poog oh i need to listen it's like a it's like kind of a satirical it's like just their takes on like wellness and health, like goopy stuff and it's really amazing i've only listened to a few but they're so funny Okay, I'm going to listen to You would love it, Laura. I would love it. I know I would. I just didn't even realize that it was like out yet. I listen to actually like a pretty good podcast. I think that it's like a big one. The Hollywood Con Queen. It's called Chameleon about the Hollywood Con Queen. Karen Kilgariff was recommending that. It's good. On My Favorite Murder. I heard it's amazing. Yeah goes deep into this like con artist that was targeting like lower level people working in the entertainment industry and would like lure them out to Jakarta and then shake them down for like a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And you would have to like fly your yourself to like these places, right? Yeah. They'd tell you like 
they'd pose as like a powerful producer, usually a female, and then hire you to do a job on their set and be like, oh, you have to fly yourself to Jakarta, but we'll reimburse you. Mm -hmm. Then once you're there, they have a driver pick you up every day and like take you around. But the driver, I think you're paying the driver for stuff and like they just take your money and then eventually you get weirded out and you're like i gotta go mm-hmm. i've got to get out of here <laughs> i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here just have done that to like hundreds of people damn why and they really like break it all down and like get deep into the scam it was good which also shows you just how like disconnected hollywood is in a lot of ways like people don't even if that's happening consecutively like you not everyone would hear about that so like you you know what i mean like it's so word of mouth a lot of that stuff i feel like so it's like word gets lost and like there's so many of so many people like that so it's Mm -hmm. hard to tell which ones are which (laughs) totally and one person that was like targeted by the con queen ended up finding out that it was a scam like while she was in the car with the driver in Jakarta like saw some other girl's Instagram post where she was like telling her scam mm-hmm. story and then was like fuck <laughs> I love like um acting like acting coach in Hollywood like looking at their YouTube videos and, and whatnot there's this one woman I forget her name someone posted about her and I was just like so fascinated i think it like i think she i don't think it's a scam but it just seems like a little like you know like the nitty gritty of hollywood have scammy vibes but what she does is she it's like someone that coaches actors on how to like cold call like agencies to represent them and like how to uh navigate like representation Mm -hmm. and her videos are iconic what does she say just does like, that work? I think you're. She's really like a. Not she's like a. Co- she's that. kind of like an accountability coach in quotes. Like she'll like keep you. She'll like manage you how you are trying to like handle your reps or like get representation and like calling if you have them like calling them a few times a week to like keep your and she'll like call you and be like, did you do that yet? Fuck! I'm like I actually need to look at. <laughs> I mean, I'm like who would use this? I'm like well, literally. as we know from like Teddy Mellencamp, isn't her whole thing kind of a racket? Like that kind of thing is a little. I think accountability. Her thing was so. very like DOS adjacent in that she's like eat one lettuce wrap. <laughs> <laughs> What's she's she like, gonna do? Exist on 500 calories? I don't know. Fade into the background where you belong because you were brought here. nothing. You literally brought nothing to the table on yeah. real housewives of, which i got low-key reader mail through the patreon patreon.com sexy new podcast five dollars a month this season that's filming of housewives of beverly hills is fucking lit and that happy yeah. hilton is an insane cast edition Hell and yeah. it's like on fucking fire fuck yeah fuck we're, yeah we're doing I'm this ready. we're doing this we're in this Kathy Hilton. We gather, we ride. Kathy is a dark, dark warlock. For those of you that need a Kathy Hilton fix prior to Housewives of Beverly Hills moment, you should immediately, if not sooner, watch the Paris Hilton reality yes, show. You told me to watch this a million times. Yeah, it's so good. The World According to Paris. It was one season. It was on Oxygen Network. I believe you can probably buy it on iTunes, but I think also the whole thing's uploaded on like Daily Motion. It is one of the darkest one season reality TV shows I've ever watched. Kathy Hilton is a menacing presence, and I I cannot wait to. I, I feel like it seems like she and Kyle are good, though. She posted a photo and she was like, I love my baby sister, Kyle, and we're recovering from COVID together. And she like posted a picture of them like going like, so I, I think they're, that I hope they're a united front, but I also want Even her, I do want her to a united front. That's bad news for other people, <laughs> but it's also going to, you know, she's going to like terrorize and like constantly neg Kyle. Yeah. I'm excited to see like, cause is Kyle, is Kyle younger She's younger than Kim, right? She's the youngest, Kyle. She's the youngest, but she has power over Kim. Well, yeah, I think she was sort of Kim's 
caretaker that she maybe kind of abused that role a little, I think. But does Kathy have power over Kyle? Kathy, uh, yeah. Kathy is the, she is the, like, she's Helena Marcos. She's the Marcos of the group. Okay, so she is nice to see Kyle get get, put in her place a little. Get that treatment, the Kim treatment from Kathy. No, Kyle, here's the dynamic. I, yeah, here's what I think. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Because I'm, I'm just, no, I know, I, I feel like I get this. You're excited. Summer. You have shit to say. Just I got stuff to say. I got, I got things to say. Um, <laughs> Kathy, I think, is the she's the she's the power in the family. I think, especially growing up when they were younger. I think because she and Rick were so wealthy and they were like the status family. And I think now that Kyle and Mauricio are sort of elevated. It's not as it, the area is a little grayer, but I think Kathy was always the big sister. She was, I think she was like a teenager when they were born. So she's like much mm-hmm. older or like a tween or something. So she's much older. And I think Kyle and Kim have vied for her favorite position. This is just, this is my theory, but it's from what I've seen and what I've could gleaned um, from all this. But she, I think they've like, vied to be her um favorite and i think kim um became kathy's like kim kind of became kathy kathy's way to use against kyle because remember they had a falling out a few years ago when kyle sold that tv show about their mom kathy was Mm -hmm. not happy because she was like you're exploiting our family like blah 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 and she and Kim didn't speak to Kyle because they were angry with her because they felt like Kyle like went behind their backs and like sold the story to their family. So they didn't speak to her. And I think Kyle and Kim or Kyle, Kathy and Kim ganged up on Kyle and like reunited front and made Kyle feel alienated. Okay. And I think as Kyle started getting more famous than Kathy, she was threatened by that. Totally. So she would use Kim against Kyle because Kim's, yeah, because you know, that was an easy yeah, ally Kim's an to easy. have so, against So Kyle. I think there's been a complicated sister struggle. And if you remember, there was that one episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where um, Francesca, who's the oldest daughter, Kyle's first kid? I don't know. I get them all confused. I don't know her name. The girl that she had when she was like With really young. Pre-Mauricio. Yeah. And she was graduating college and the Hiltons didn't make it. Remember and they oh. sent flowers and they were like, mm-hmm. they were calling. They're like, we're in St. Bart's. We love you. <laughs> and Kyle was really upset. Yeah. Hmm. 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 And then, and then Nikki, when Nikki Hilton married the Rothschild guy, she, they didn't invite Kyle's kids to the wedding. Only the older one who's like friends with. Whoa. The, they didn't snubbed. invite like Portia or anyone. <laughs> snubbing Portia yet again <laughs> so kyle i think that was they were kind of upset about that interesting hmm. the plot thickens yeah so i'm excited, I'm excited to, see to see it play out i'm excited to watch a good season of housewives i'm ready <laughs> yeah this i've said that- can i also that reminds me of like a recommendation that i want to make that i've been watching i'm like probably halfway through the episodes but i'm finding it to be very enjoyable mm-hmm. is the show on HBO max called house of ho. And oh. it's a reality show about a Vietnamese family that the parents moved to America in the seventies and then got insanely wealthy and they live in Houston. It's about them and all their kids who have also like procreated and it's a reality show on HBO? On HBO Max. Oh, in a watch. And I highly recommend it. They are pretty wild. They're incredibly wealthy. And every child that this couple had is named after a U.S. president. Like what? So their names are like Lincoln, McKinley, Jackson. Like all of them except for one of their daughters. They named her Judy. But even their kid, even their grandchildren, their kids named all their grandchildren after presidents too. Wow! So they're just like obsessed with presidents. Oh my god, I'm gonna watch it. 
it's good. It has some moments where you're like, okay, this feels like produced or like kind of like the hills esque because it's like very richly shot right, right. hills like. But then there's also like genuine drama that's being brought to the table. Yeah, and everyone, it really helps me at least when everyone's really wealthy. So they just drive cars and live in like mansions and stuff. I'm gonna watch. So it has that. It also has that selling sunset shininess mm. to it that I crave. Um, yeah, I highly, I recommend it. I'm like maybe three, four episodes in or something, but I'm, I'm vibing. Okay, I'm gonna watch. In reality TV news, the very first like momager of reality TV, Pat Loud, who was from the Loud family, who was they were the first. In the seventies, they were that family that was like the first reality show where they followed, yeah, that, that American. I think they were in California, and they the parents split up on camera, and like it was watching the it was Diane like, Lane like play, yeah, and Tim Robbins. It was in called the biopic C- Cinema Verte, mm-hmm. Ver- Verte. Sorry, Verte. Um, she just passed away, so she was like the original Chris Jenner. R.I.P. That's what you guys should read about that. If you don't know about the Loud family, they were. It's like a really wild story. Like they were from Santa Barbara and it's just like there was like they were the first reality show like ever and like of an average family their lives. Mm-hmm. And they were like there was a bunch of kids and they were kind of well off but like it was a dysfunctional family and it was just wild. So you should rewatch that movie with Diane Lane or and then the son Lance who was gay, he was like a fixture in New York and like lived at the Chelsea hotel and was like a writer and photographer and like really cool. She, so you should read about him too. But yeah, I was sad to see that. Oh, she was like, but never forgotten. She was old. So it was, I don't think it was like renegade trendsetter. Momager. Pat loud, Pat loud. Speaking of loud guys, it's Carrie, by the way. And Lara, uh, FYI, and you're listening to Sexy, Unique, Unique Podcast, Podcast. Salty, Salty Utah, Queens. Utah Queens. Compelling episode. <laughs> compelling or are you being sarcastic or kind of? Yeah, same. This episode this sucked. Flop ass <laughs> episode. Yeah, this is the f- I love that Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is in their flop era. <laughs> the first season. South the gate. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of iconic. It's iconically floptastic. To to flop in the first season to- is just like amazing yeah to flop this hard it is true belly flop Mm -hmm. now i just go into kind of like a semi-catatonic state when i'm watching this show like it's like i have to i watch it but like i do something with my eyes you know how you can like make your eyesight blurry Mm -hmm. i just like do that and then kind of like half listen and just go into an altered state of being speaking of flops can i suggest a column on w magazine called my flop era oh and yeah heron walker who's this incredible writer for like jezebel and other outlets it's it's worth a read it's so funny and good it's good yeah just about like what it is to be in a in your flop era which i feel like i'm kind of in we've all had a flop era maybe i'm coming out of it i think you're absolutely coming out of your flop era i was in one though i mean been there um but yeah i've been in a right i feel like i've been in a writing flop era oh yeah but a podcasting boom era you're in a renaissance Mm -hmm. um so this these floppy these flop queens um (laughs) are reeling from flop queens salty flop (laughs) flop queens (laughs) salty Salty floppers flop top <laughs> so they're reeling everyone's reeling from the carnage at sharif's birthday party where jen threw a highball glass 
And, like, is it me or is this episode balloons. just people like telling other people how they yeah. feel about the party? It's all expository. Yeah, like th- I would say venture to guesstimate that 35 minutes was just like wives telling husbands about Jen throwing a glass. They're also keeping Mary away from them. Why? Why, Why the are they separation? isolating her? Did they film all Mary's stuff in like one day where she's just in her closet, in her room with clothes? Did they film all of Mary? Like, so on the bonus episode, thankfully, a reader did the research we needed them to do and like set us straight on the timeline. And it turns out the show parts of it were filmed in 2019, 2020. But like, did they film Mary's stuff like? ages ago how involved is she yeah whitney is like a psyop or something like whitney is i don't trust her i think she's totally ai mm-hmm. um yeah whitney this episode was a lot of whitney mm-hmm. too much whitney too, too much little whitney. diane warren where's diane I know, she's she's getting better <laughs> is she i hope <laughs> not enough of heather's zombie ex-husband no her warren jeff's ass ex-husband um so we we cut open to meredith is in bed hungover with her little i'm also meredith and seth it seems so fake <laughs> yeah i'm like congrats to you guys like you're barely trying to act but i guess you're pulling it off Meredith, Seth comes in with a coffee and a flower, a huge rose for Meredith. And he says, I want, when I leave here today, I want you to look at that flower when I leave to remember that we fully blossomed. And I went, <laughs> gross. Sick. Keep that to your to Ew. Get a room. You guys, they have no, they don't even have like sexual chemistry with each other. No. They have negative chemistry. And I'm like, okay, what did you guys do that's so groundbreaking? Like, you split up and didn't see each other for three days and then got back together and you're acting like you just we have solved something your to announce. Problem? Can I also just say that Meredith is tranquilized? She's on pills, right? And that dinner scene with Lisa and her husband, whose name, John? John Barlow. John, I think, yeah. Meredith is, her eyes, she can barely open her eyes. Seth looks fucked up too. Like, are they just like tranked? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on with her? are they on oxy she's fully her eyes are she's like i have something important to tell you and lisa's like what are you pregnant and she goes (laughs) seth and i are living in the same house once again and i'm like damn you are fucked you're fucked up right now get sober sober up and then come back to the dinner table eat some bread yeah, she had not off energy i wrote that was in my notes i was like she's like on pills she's on like she's like she's a crippling pill addiction we are in fact under the same roof no she was like we did it we did it i'm like what did you do you had four conversations but like we need something has to be addressed (laughs) yeah um there's an elephant in the room lisa makes her son henry sage her which i wrote that's i a loved lot of, that i wrote that's a lot of responsibility to put on a kid yeah like i would not give a child place like a burning object in my child's tiny hands and trust him that but he to sage do what needs to be done yeah yeah heather's checking in with her crew at beauty lab and she kind of flirts with the guy that works there nikki mm-hmm and I wrote, they're they have like hot chemistry. I'm here for Heather and like a young, a much younger man. He had good muscles. He was like probably like 25 and just like, hey, Heather should date an 18 year old. <laughs> <laughs> Next season should be all about like the awkwardness of heather's hot 18 year old boyfriend (laughs) and everyone should be like whoa like i know it's legal but we're supremely weirded out by this like your boyfriend 
is 18 and Heather and he's really hot but he's also like 18 years old yeah that would be an incredible twist and everyone's in the narrative. Like deeply uncomfortable yeah everyone like he can't drink so like <laughs> she brings him to like functions and he like can't legally drink so and like that could cause a lot of drama with Lisa Barlow because like she's not like as the owner of a liquor several yeah, liquor I will companies. not be like, selling I don't feel comfortable if he is drinking alcohol at my events. It's not amazing. <laughs> and like, this is yeah, not I amazing, just, like, Heather. For them. Mm-hmm. And Heather's like glowing. She's like just dick down having the best <laughs> sex of her life. <laughs> He's breathed all, all new, fresh air into that puss. And she's just like living <laughs> it up. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, season two. So that's my pitch for season two: how to get out of your flop era, mm-hmm. if you even make it to season two. Um, I can Jen's just feel, chalet. I can feel Jen's hangover. Yeah, I wrote she's having a depression day. Her, when you're like, in a posi- when you're in a clutch position where you have to like clutch your robe together and kind of like. You conduct all your business just like leaning over and like making the bed so you don't and like the I was just like you've got to just get into bed. Also, I was so jealous of her bedroom having a fireplace in it. That's all I fucking want. Her blankets looked and all her pillows. Incredible. Her bed bed. looked. Yeah, like a fluffy cloud like bed with at least six pillows and a fireplace in your bedroom you've made it there's no reason to leave but she's not happy because sharif isn't speaking to her because he's upset about how she ended the party also the room she's like you hear her go it's so cold in here yeah she's shivering and i wrote pazuzu is occupying that room like in the exorcist (laughs) it's like freezing it's like when you walked into reagan's room and you could see her breath (laughs) <laughs> no fire will warm those chilly bones she yeah. <laughs> Jen. it also i believe that it like she expended so much energy she's probably sore from like hulking out so hard i know um heather and whitney chit chat at beauty lab and about like the drama and whitney just goes i did nothing wrong yeah and then heather goes you did nothing wrong and I was like, you actually did do everything wrong, Whitney. <laughs> I I think Heather needs to go to CODA. Yeah, I think that she's supporting <laughs> the wrong aspects of Whitney in this moment. And I don't buy Whitney's. I don't buy her innocent act. Like, I was just trying to be a good friend. Like, no, no she was trying, trying to start shit. And a friend, like, you know better than to, you don't start drama with a friend at their event for their totally like that's not the place also like yeah she's playing dumb and it's like you knew what you were doing you knew exactly what you were doing but heather's very much like she's very i think heather has a lot of insecurity about like speaking her mind because of like Mm -hmm. how she was raised and i think anyone she's with she'll like agree with kind of yeah and like and and then she swallows what she really wants to say and then she probably like quietly like resents the person like as we see later when she sort of snaps that tracks but they do say one thing that i agree with is that jen they're actually at least especially heather are like jen's true friends and she's Mm -hmm. like thirsting for validation from meredith and lisa while she has these like great supportive friends already and it's like, and I, I was kind of thinking that like Heather's your best friend. Like Heather's there. Like she's, she's trying to calm you down. She's supporting you. Like you're not giving her, like you're not seeing that. And you're like chasing yeah. Meredith and Lisa because of who they are. And like, they're kind of maybe more accepted in she the sure. social circle. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm like, be lean on Heather. Heather seems like a great friend. She's fun. She's open-minded and, like, loyal. Whitney, I don't trust her for a hot second. I don't I think either. You got to drop Whitney. I've changed. just, like, a friend. I'd, like, I'd say keep her on the show because clearly she'll do, like, whatever it takes. But I also am, like, 
get her away from me. Yeah, I don't trust her either. Um, Meredith and Seth have a little... Meredith is still just lounging. I wrote... Okay, and hear me out. I would love to see Meredith and Seth reenact the bedroom conversation from Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. Where Nicole Kidman's like stoned. Yeah. If you men only knew. Like that. That would be great. I want to see it. I think that would bring their sexual energy up to where it needs to be for me to buy that they're actually getting back together. Her talking about like, I would have left everything for one night. Remember? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch Eyes Wide Shut. So it's good. been a couple years and it's a good revisit. I need to go. I need to get back into a place of Kubrick because I was really in a revisiting Stanley Kubrick moment and I watched Barry Lyndon over mm. quarantine, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And then I Kubricked so hard that I eventually led myself to Vivian and then mm. I yeah. de Kubricked from that. And then now I'm ready to go back and Kubrick again. Yeah, he's that also just like what a megawatt situation to have Nicole and Tom Cruise in the same playing a married couple. Yeah. And remember, it was like they're sexy in it. Like she was showing boobs and like or at least like nips through the camisole. I don't care. Like, I mean, he might be bi or like into guys, too. But I I think they really loved it. I think. No, but I'm saying I think they really loved each other and were like hot for each other. Yeah, I believe their love was real. Because they were... They're a power couple. They Their chemistry in that movie was crazy. It's crazy. I think if you can like get... I don't know if you can drum up chemistry with Tom these days. He seems really intense. but And like a lot on his mind. But he's literally carrying the entire film industry on his shoulders. But I think like back in the day... Tom would be a great lover or boyfriend. So hot. So hot. So intense. And like ready to treat you like a fucking queen. Pre Katie Holmes, like Scientology recruited relationship, but just like. I wonder if Nicole. Nicole caught him right at the good, right, right at the good spot. Think she ever thinks about how they were. Probably. She's had distance from it now and like the divorce went through and like distance creates a lot of like reflection. And I think in quiet moments when the girls are asleep and Keith is Keith is snoring. She thinks about Tom and how Tom never snored. (laughs) No, Tom slept in like a coffin. Tom slept in a sarcophagus. That's why he didn't He's, snore. He, he stopped breathing altogether and mm-hmm. died every night, only <laughs> to rise from the dead every morning. Totally. A miracle. Yeah. And she reflects on that miracle and thinks, wow, that truly was pretty crazy. There was a brief moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa. Seth says that his bucket list sex moment with meredith would be to have sex with ski goggles on not for like okay sure skiers ski like ski horniness Mm -mm. seems it's like cheesy horniness to me same also the last thing i want to do when i'm skiing is fuck i'm sweaty not to die (laughs) trying not to die out here on these slopes Lisa complains to her husband about Whitney's twerking again. I love Lisa being truly offended by Whitney's dancing. Mm -hmm. And I honestly kind of agree with her. Partially because I dislike Whitney so much. And she's like, it's not her. It's like someone else's husband's party and she's twerking. I mean, I can. I see where she's coming from. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Meredith and Lisa have taken a decidedly like full denying of what they of what Whitney claims. Yeah. I like them as a united front being like we never said that. Yeah, they're like fully like I mean, we see in this episode they're like we need new a new set of friends and we're not speaking to them anymore. So they're saying that they never said that to Mary and Mary is saying that they did call her and say that. But it, this feels like kind of a thing like uh, like previous seasons, Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's such like a thing that we'll never know the truth. And it's also like, so who cares at the end of the day? I think it's somewhere that, in the middle. Yeah. I think they're prob- it's fair that they probably said like, yeah, we are freaked out by jen going full she hulk in 10 seconds or less but i don't i don't think they're afraid of jen no i think mary jen's not a she doesn't strike fear into anyone's hearts i don't think mary is maybe the best the most reliable narrator i think mary probably from what i've she hears words and then they warp through the mary filter and come out of her mouth mary's lone moment is when she's just trying on a belt in front of sherlinda what kind of Mm -hmm. it's like a like a harness almost a a harness some really expensive belt yeah her her room is just she said she's gonna buy an apartment just for as a closet i love that for her she she said every room in her house even her husband's room is her own like department store-esque closet it seems like there's just more and more clothes every time we see her she's like it's my escape I love it. She needs an escape, clearly. Um, I loved also when Jen was like telling Crystal everything that happened, her second assistant, and Crystal like having to pretend like she cares. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we go to Heather's new beauty lab locale with Dre. 
her business partner. Here for the beauty lab, expanding, reopening. Heather has like, and it's all happening moment. Mm-hmm. She really sees like her empire taking flight. Unfortunately for her, COVID is deeply on the horizon, ready to just like fuck up her dreams. Mm-hmm. But I love her positivity in this moment. Me too. And um, like business women talk about being like, I let's it's time to take a salary. Like it's exciting. Like as someone that's like gone through the process of like incorporating and like taking a salary. Like it's just like I was like Heather and I are one. Yeah, you felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa and Meredith and their husbands meet for a dinner date, and Meredith, as we said, is like on one. Back at Toscana, the number one place that I yearn to go to in Utah. Me too. Toscana. Um, Lisa and Meredith. Meredith and Seth are just kind of like canoodling and being lovey-dovey at the table. I just don't buy it. No, me neither. I like that Meredith and Lisa are dressed the same. Yeah. Lisa goes, it's not a surprise that we're wearing the same outfits because we both have great style. <laughs> and Meredith's like, we're sisters. We're like sisters. We're like sisters at the end of the day. She goes, Seth and I have something to tell you both. And she tells them that they're getting back together. And Lisa's like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> she goes... At the end of that, they like talk about it some more. And then Lisa goes, there is no Seth without Meredith and there is no Meredith without Seth. <laughs> and I was like, that's a fucked up thing to say. Yeah. But she, like, okay, but no. She also informs Meredith that she has this new camera system in their home and she's going to like use it to like confirm when they're having fights that, some, that her husband said something. Smart. And Meredith goes, that's unhealthy. <laughs> which i was like True. i love lisa being like roll back the footage we're rolling it back right i'm gonna see if you said it and then she finds out that she's right and she goes that's amazing that's amazing that i can that's do that. amazing that i can do this and prove that you were wrong and i was right it's incredibly amazing um, um i'm now just like googling toscana because i want to see what it's all about cucina toscana they love like an Italian moment on they do. this show. It's looking good. There's gelato, rack of lamb, osobuco, osobuco, pork tenderloin. It has four star rating on Yelp, 360, Ugh. 376 reviews. It's closed right now, but it'll open at 530. If you're in Utah, can you please go to Toscana? Yeah, let us know how it is. And let us know how this fucking shit is. It looks so good. It said in 2019, it was one of the top three restaurants, top three Italian restaurants in Salt Lake City. Wow. Don't Salt go Lake now. City's go when it's safe. But tell us. Finest Italian restaurant for over 10 years. <laughs> I love for over 10 years. That is a long time in restaurant life. Yeah, that is. Wow, Italian food from the sh- chef's kitchen. Ugh, we I a year. We're going okay, 2022. Our tour is announced. We hit Salt Lake City. We sell out a venue. Everyone comes. We celebrate with a delicious meal at Cucina Toscana. Cucina Toscana. Then we go to Walter's Osteria. Hell yeah. And confront each other over brunch. Laura and I are going to have a confrontation at Toscana. Yeah. We're and gonna, actually, we're going to have a confrontation at Valters. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to take a Tos- break Toscana. and then make up at Toscana. Mm-hmm. We're going to announce that we've made up and, at and, Toscana. And Laura's <laughs> going to go, we're like sisters. We're like sisters. And I'm going to go, that's okay. amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> we're like sisters. Um... Whitney invites Jen and Heather to go to a spa. And I love a hot... What? This place looked like it was covered in like the fungus and annihilation. (laughs) Yeah, it was super annihilation vibes. But that's also like... 
I love like a hot springs moment. Like a like in the carved into the side of the hill. Like I went one cool. time. I went one time to um the Sierra Mountains and like went camping up there with a guy I was seeing and there were all these hot natural hot springs you'd have to like go climb up into a hill and then there was like a tub kind of like that and it was like very remote but it is kind of fungus vibes because it's all sulfury but it's like amazing yeah it looked really it looked really relaxing the best and but i can understand it's not glam like it's no. like it's very like deliverance spa it kind of looked like the texas chainsaw massacre like compound it is yeah like leather face. It's also like there. sometimes it's like too sulfur. Like I don't mm-hmm. like like I don't want to smell like the sulfur. No. I like maybe a hint of it to know yeah. that I'm like hint of outdoors while being outdoors, skin. but I don't want to actually. Yeah, but feel I don't like... want to like sit in a sulfur mud puddle. Yeah. Like I like like a bath or some sort of thing to actually like sit in. Whitney was trolling down. <laughs> she was. This is also like classic Whitney being like, I thought it would be nice and then like she knows exactly what she's doing totally whitney has machination she's total machinations she's Mm -hmm. she's scheming wheeling and dealing under the guise of like who me and i hate when people do that who me who me and that is why i was surprised to find out that and that is she why she did that again in this moment. She said that exact same sentence again. You cut to Jen on her way there, and Jen's like, "What the fuck is this place?" Jen's like, "God damn it, this fucking <laughs> shithole place I'm going to." She's driving out with her team. She's like, "Fucking hate this shit." Like she's so mad, and I'm like, I kind of don't blame her. I'm fully team Jen. After this, I was like, I could actually like. Well, I'm not darked out by. I've actually never been darked out by Jen. I just was like curious about like the financial thing, but now I'm like team jen and sharif i'm here for jen's Hulk moments she's honest about her anger and i get it like if i were her i'd be fucking pissed too her moment with sharif was kind of tender and beautiful it was very beautiful this moment i love she's just like not pleased yeah she's like i don't want to go to this fucking place three hours away from my house this shithole she drives up in her porsche and she goes this place looks like the movie set of saw (laughs) (laughs) that was funny And she brings a fly swatter. I love she gets out of her car just holding a fly swatter, like, and brings it into the place. Hey, I was like, ready. go off. Like, we all need to have, like, our fly swatters at the ready. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Jen is not happy. And Whitney and Heather are, like, kind of laughing because they know that she's clearly not happy. Yeah, Whitney's so smug. And they, like, get in these tubs. And Jen is, like, comes out in, like, a Versace bathing suit and a fur. And Louis Vuitton slides. And she's, like, I'm not letting my feet touch the bottom of this tub. And then just, like, sits in there. And it's, like, <laughs> truly. I believe that she's pissed at Whitney, pissed at Heather, and really pissed at the entire production team. Yeah. All the way up to Chain to like the heads of Bravo and Andy Cohen in this moment are all on Jen's like shit list. In this moment, Jen has never been more angry. She's like, I'm in a dirty tub with fungus on it, like <laughs> bubbling in sulfur with my flip flops on and my like multi what like five thousand dollar versace bikini bangles yeah and and i'm a louis vuitton like bangle i was like don't dip the bangle in the water like she's a little she's a little she's a little bag with her like a toiletry bag (laughs) yeah and just being like sitting there like not relaxing at all just like sitting with her like like, tucked up they're on like a cold crater yeah waiting for like something to happen and Whitney gives the most half-ass apology, a take-no-accountability apology. Mm-hmm. Heather and tries to take all the blame. Yeah, which I'm like, what are you talking Like, That's you what weren't she involved. Ne- yeah, she needs Coda. Coda. <laughs> she needs Al-Anon. And then Whitney goes, I was really surprised to learn some of our friends aren't honest with you. And I was like, Whitney, shut the fuck up. Learn something else to say. Um, It was definitely like heather heather's like codependence with both of them was just like breaking in this moment and she had achieved some like black hole time space continuum (laughs) she was like she couldn't she because she's playing both sides and she's like ah and she can't handle it because her her like (laughs) deficiency at like 
decision making or in terms of like friend relationships is just like she can't handle it Mm-mm. her her ability to be honest is just like oh jen and whitney start freaking out or jen starts freaking out at whitney she yells at the production team and splashes water at them she splashes water like wave splashes water and you hear a producer go why are you why did you just splash the cameraman she goes that's what you get for making me sit in this bath <laughs> that's what you got and then the whole the whole desert shakes birds fly out from the trees snakes come out from the ground and then she just a goes, boulder like <laughs> And just takes a huge clump, like a mound of dirt, and just and throws it and knocks over the spa house with all the shops and the the cashier woman. They all get buried in a mound of dirt, and then she just takes the crater behind the bath and just goes and just picks up the rock, hurls it into the sky, and it becomes a new moon. <laughs> And then she takes Whitney out from her bathtub. It becomes and she goes, an asteroid that yeah! flies. <laughs> and she throws it into space and it becomes an asteroid that hits an alien planet, destroys a civilization. <laughs> an entire and starts, species. starts like inter, intergalactic war. <laughs> I just love how quick to anger she is and that she'll take it out on anyone. So mad. No one is safe. Producers. No, no one's safe. That's what you get. That's what you get for bringing me out making me sit in this bath. <laughs> she like, gets up and runs off. She like runs like, into the my, desert. My fucking queen. <laughs> just, just was like a done. And it cuts you she to the whole crew run. just standing there. <laughs> like. She, Seven people standing there that are filming them. <laughs> she rodeo runs into the <laughs> desert. <laughs> she runs. She runs all across the earth in like thirty seconds. She runs it, around the entire world, <laughs> and she leaves a trail of devastation. Yeah. Wayne and Heather are like, "Wow, that was interesting." And then, she's like Sonic the Hedgehog runs as fast as she can around the world once and then finally has cooled off and she gets back and she like has chilled out and Heather and Jen have uh, a talk to and Heather is honest and she's like look I feel like I can't always be honest with you about how like I feel and when things happen and like how I feel about like the way I'm reacting to you. Cause I'm worried. I'm more worried about losing our friendship than me being honest. Yeah. Which she got real. vulnerable in that situation. And I appreciated it. And she kind of tells her how she feels about like, she's like, I feel like I'm, I'm like a really good friend to you. And I feel like you don't always like honor that. And Jen hears it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think she does too. I love when Jen goes to Whitney, she goes, Roll your eyes and look over there one more time and I'll drown you, bitch. <laughs> and Whitney is unfazed. Whitney is unfazed and I like want to see Jen try and drown her. Or at least like hold her head underwater until she's like gasping for breath. <laughs> Whitney doesn't, she doesn't budge. She's like, well, okay. Well, like we need to talk this out. Whitney's like, I'm like I just Whitney's need to be off. honest. But she goes, she goes, Look at me again. Roll your eyes at me again and I'll fucking drown you, bitch. (laughs) She does another lap around the earth to cool down once again. Also, the water glug glug glugging in the background really like put me in a weird state i just kept hearing like the glug glugs of the like hot springs and i was just like what is happening and later whitney comes and joins jen in her bathtub and jen clearly does not want her there and i was like i would get in the bathtub with a woman who just threatened to drown me no i'm like whitney get the fuck away from me are they even naturally friends or jen was more friends with heather right yeah and then whitney's just her cousin yeah, have Jen's like, like get away from me. Little cousin energy. <laughs> it's like in the scene in, in Bridesmaids when um, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. 
Someone comes into the bathroom while Wendy McClendon is puking, and she goes, "Get away from me!" <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me! Get away from me! And then we cut to um, Meredith. A really and- random. Oh. Well, Meredith and Lisa are having like a women's lunch sponsored by her tequila. Yeah. Lisa's tequila. And this is a sound that you, this is a sound bite from that. I'm really excited to see what you chose to pair with the tequila. <laughs> I wrote that down too. I'm really Lisa excited. was on her that's so amazing tip this entire scene. They had like a women in women in business luncheon in this like tent that's being in a catered blue sky yurt a blue sky yurt and lisa's hosting it and it's all these women entrepreneurs and business owners in the area who are women and they're all like blonde and a, a woman named angie harrington who's a fashion blogger <laughs> <laughs> they all look exactly alike and they're all blonde it was very stepford vibes with Lisa at the helm being like, that's amazing. I have a very VIP guest list. Feels good to have VIPs on my guest list. <laughs> Meredith go- and they both go, this is the kind of, this is the kind of ilk that I want to be around. I was like, oh, they're like saying, I'm they're like, basically okay. saying like, this is their replacement. Yeah. They're like pitching to Bravo that they hang with these women instead of the women that they cast on the show. Instead of She-Hulk. <laughs> then jen and sharif have like a really vulnerable conversation oh my god sh- angie harrington just p.s in her bio on instagram she says boy mom no she's a boy mom yeah that should be that what should have been her like credit her cryon her, t- her cryon yeah. yeah boy mom boy mom she is a bulldog i love that i'm gonna put that in my twitter bio do it boy mom <laughs> wait i need to send you this photo hang on her bulldog makes a lot of appearances in her instagram which i love because i'm obsessed with bulldogs but she has one photo with her bulldog where she's making like she's going to pet it but she's not really touching it oh. and i love like this no touch did you text no, it? I'm going to text it to you right now. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This, this is the, um, this person I sent you that, this is the woman I sent you who was wearing those red pants. <gasps> she's oh, in, incredible. She's in QAnon with Sarah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This, I just remembered that. So Angie, what, what's her name? Angie Harrington. She's a mm-hmm. QAnon. Oh my god, love. And yeah, so she was maybe may or may not have been at the coup as well. So maybe that's probably why she wasn't on the show because she's fucking insane. Oh, she has a transgender child. Oh. I love this convergence of potentially QAnon, but also like trans rights. Oh my god, also like a bulldog. Okay, this is one cutie that I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> I just had one sound boy, boy sound bite that I want. <laughs> sound boy. I have one sound boy that I wanted to share um, from Lisa's luncheon, where she goes, "We should all toast to being amazing moms, amazing business women, and amazing friends." <laughs> Put that on my tombstone. It's so amazing. Amazing. <laughs> The, on her tombstone, it's going to say, here lies Lisa Barlow. Life is amazing. <laughs> Life was amazing. <laughs> Life was amazing. It was. It really was for her. Like, literally everything amazes her. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa's in permanent wonder. <laughs> She's literally in awe of just life. To be in awe. Yeah. We love to see it. Um. Then Jen and Sharif have their talk, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's like, "I have a lot of." She's really honest. She's like, "I think a lot of the, my behavior is stemming from my inability to like process my anger at you." Totes because he missed he missed being there for her dad. It's 
passing and his funeral because he was working and he's and he owns up to it he doesn't get defensive he's like i i hear you and i'm i need to work on that and it felt it felt a little like coach like him being like you know like this advice giver like life coach kind of person yeah, like but the it good also guy felt, but it felt genuine i think yeah Maybe. i love seeing them talk it out in like a productive what seemed like a productive way and i really felt for jen in that too. moment felt, and understood her better i felt a lot of empathy for jen in this moment of like feeling shame from something the way you behaved when you were drunk and like feeling really alone. She's probably felt really alone the last couple of days. And I, I just feel, I felt for her. I felt like I could feel her like pain and like alienation mm-hmm. and knowing that like, yes, it's, it's on you the way you behave, but knowing that like some of it is stemming from like feeling legitimate hurt by someone that you love. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I wrote just, I love Jen. I I'm now, too. I'm like so team Jen. Want to see more of her. Everything she does is amazing. <sighs> and <laughs> I hope that she continues to hulk on people. Me too. But that it doesn't affect her marriage negatively. Cause yeah. I love Sharif too. And I love their love. I do too. I want the season to be fucking better. I want it to be over. I'm like, you could just do the finale next week and call it a day. Same. Yeah. But we're going to real keep- housewives <laughs> of flop, flop city. Real housewives <laughs> of flop ta. Flop ta city. Flop Lake city. <laughs> Can we change it to salty flop Lake Queens? Yeah. We're going to change it to real housewives of flop Lake city. Let's do it. Floppy Utah Queens. <laughs> Honestly, like who Jen MVP? Like I like I like seeing all of the like I think they I like all, them. They're just boring. I like all, them, when they're all together, like, they're boring. What? Yeah, why are they they why have no so chemistry? Boring? They don't have a lot of chemistry. I think that's what maybe comes. it's because they just don't know each other at yeah. all. Yeah. I like Jen clearly does not know Meredith and Lisa that well and yeah. they know each other well, but they seem to not know Heather that well. I don't like what I don't get it. None of them know Readers, Mary. listeners, none of them. They've never <laughs> even met Mary before this. And they're like, what? <laughs> but readers tell me what you think. Like, what is the problem here? Like I need someone to break it down for me. Are we right? It's just a flop, or is there like something? Amiss? Are we missing like, something? We're not. Are we missing something? Did like did the show get shot and edited and then re-edited to like cut out any sort of contextual things that would make it like a great season of Housewives? Is it just bad and that's are that? We just, and we are we just stupid? That? Yeah, are we stupid? And the show is actually amazing. <laughs> are you having an amazing time? Yeah, some people are like obsessed. Who's obsessed? People show thyselves. Show thyself. <laughs> Show thyself. Make yourself known. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's gonna come through my wall and like kill me. Yeah. She's gonna <laughs> splash. <laughs> um, you can follow Laura at Lars Marie for fun things. Intermittent. Her, twi- her Twitter's been good lately, guys, I gotta say. I got really excited about Twitter like right after the new year and was like, this is me tweeting up a storm and then went dark again. But <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I just have such a love hate with social meds, but I want the follows. So just follow me anyways. But if you really want someone that's active on social media and provides constant lols on a day-to-day basis, I would recommend you smash the follow button on eCario because he is working hard to provide the entertainment that we need oh my god thank you you're welcome i'm just like yeah that's all i have um no but really follow us (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but seriously. Fucking follow. No. I like it. Uh, you don't have to, but it'd be fun. Um, and you can subscribe to the Patreon patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast we do weekly bonus episodes that drop every saturday and we do reader mail on them we talk about other fun flirty fabulous topics and share our thoughts and our opinions it's great space and there's also tons of premium content like bonus uh i put all the episodes of pumped podcast my first ever foray into podcasting are on the patreon and there's recaps of seasons one and two of vanderpump rules Mm. on there with lots of amazing guests love it so i would go check that out if i were you patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast get into it and what else is there to say i don't know this has been amazing 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 Laura, you're amazing. Everyone's amazing. And we should all toast to being amazing podcasters, amazing listeners with an amazing audience. And with that, stay safe, wear a mask, and we bid you farewell. We bid you adieu.